It's time once again for the Go-Giver Podcast, where we explore five timeless principles that will increase the profitability of your business and the joy in your life. Now, here's your host, the co-author of The Go-Giver, Bob Berg. Hello again, I'm Bob Berg, and we have what I hope you'll find to be an interesting and value-packed show today. As this episode airs, I'm in Orlando, Florida at one of our Go-Giver Sales Academies, so there's no interview guest today. Instead, let's take a look at how we can begin the process of resolving interpersonal conflict. In the first segment, we'll look at how to prepare for this mentally. And in the second segment, some specific questions we can ask ourselves in order to advance the resolution process. I thank you for joining us. Generally, conflict begins because people come at situations from different perspectives as well as different agendas. And so often we're so wrapped up in how we understand the situation that we're not able to understand how they see it. Thus, the spark of conflict turns into a full-fledged fire of anger, hurt feelings, and a result best characterized as lose-lose. However, focusing on how the other person views the situation is a great start to resolving a difficult interaction. In order to do this effectively, we must step out of our emotional mind and into our calm and rational mind. Not easy to do when caught up in conflict. However, those who can master their emotions and do this consistently are the most powerful and influential communicators. Because of this, let's respond to it taking place before it ever does. Here are six steps to make this happen, and this is all about preparing our minds in advance. Step one, picture someone you know who embodies inner peace who never seems to get ruffled by the attitude of others, but rather has a way of remaining calm, composed, and unbothered. It's not a coincidence that they are very successful and highly respected. Step two, picture yourself doing the same. Imagine how successful and highly respected you will be, respected by others, and more importantly, respected by yourself. Step three, Now, imagine future situations where you're in the midst of a very difficult interaction. The other person is becoming angry as they express their views. Step four, imagine yourself, on the other hand, being very calm and in total self-control. While this is happening, I want you to now see yourself focusing on how that other person views the situation. Step five, Imagine yourself asking the right questions so that you fully understand and then deciding how to proceed. Step six, see yourself handling the situation beautifully and bringing it to a win-win outcome where both parties feel good about the situation, about the other person, and about themselves. Important point, focusing on understanding the other person's viewpoint is not the same as agreeing with them. It simply means that you're placing yourself in a better position of understanding. I don't think anyone phrased it any better than did Dr. Stephen R. Covey in his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, when he wrote, Seek first to understand, then to be understood. Now, in step five, I mentioned asking the right questions. What are those questions? There are four of them, specific questions we can ask ourselves in order to advance the process and bring it to a mutual win. And that's coming up right after this. Are you a successful entrepreneur or sales professional, but you know you have the potential for even greater sales success? 
Reality is, most entrepreneurs, small business owners, and corporate salespeople aren't nearly as successful at selling as they could be. Fortunately, it need not be that way for you. Join me, along with my brilliant business partner and strategist, Kathy Tejanel, for two days in Orlando, Florida, and attend our Go-Giver Sales Academy. Go-Giver Sales Academy will help you communicate more value to your customers, reach more people with your exceptional value, sell at full price, become objection-proof, and embrace the abundance that's your birthright. You'll work personally with Kathy and me in a small, mastermind-like environment. These workshops are limited to only 12 people, so it'll be impactful and transformational. Learn more at GoGiverSalesAcademy.com and see what others are saying. Click the link in the show notes. Remember, money is an echo of value. Before we look at what I call the four clarifying questions of understanding, let's look just a bit deeper at why these conflicts can easily grow the further the conversation continues. Whenever addressing this topic, I believe it's important to begin with an explanation of an extremely important concept, beliefs. I define a belief as the truth as one understands the truth to be. What exactly does that mean? Well, truth itself is fact. It's neutral, without feeling. It's neither good nor bad, it just is. It may be viewed as good or bad depending upon the context, situation, and people involved, but it remains the truth. A belief, however, is subjective. It's a subjective truth, which means it's the truth only as you or I believe it to be the truth. In other words, it's our truth, not necessarily the truth. Now, sometimes our truth and the truth are the same. Often, however, it's not, but we really believe it is. We believe it because of our belief system. Our basic belief system, or what I often refer to as our unconscious operating system, is a combination of upbringing, environment, schooling, news media, television, movies, cultural mores, etc. Everything we experience adds to our belief system. However, by the time we're little more than toddlers, it's pretty much etched in stone. Everything that takes place after that tends to simply add to and confirm our already existing beliefs. This is all unconscious, and it rules us without our even being aware that it rules us. This is true for us and for the other person who's living his or her life through their unconscious operating system or belief system. One more thing. As human beings, we tend to believe that our basic belief system, or the way we see the world, is everyone else's belief system. Again, this is all unconsciously operating below the surface. So when conflict or disagreement arises between two people, they are arguing according to the correctness of their own personal belief systems or worldviews, and neither of them are considering the worldview or belief system of the other person. And that's where our four questions come into play. When in conflict with a person, ask yourself these four questions and you'll begin the process of conflict resolution. Number one, how is my personal belief system distorting the actual truth of the situation? Number two, how is his or her personal belief system distorting the actual truth of the situation? Number three, what questions can I ask this person that will clarify my understanding of their version of the truth or their belief system? And number four, what information can I provide them 
that will help them clarify their understanding of my version of the truth or my belief system. As the saying goes, within conflict between two or more people, there are generally three truths. There's their truth, there's the other person's truth, and there's the actual truth. And really, those first two truths are simply beliefs. Through questions, as well as a caring exchange of information, and it's up to you to begin that process, the real truth can usually be discovered, generating understanding, peace, and respect. This leads to results in alignment with the go-giver belief system in which both people win. The big lesson I'd like you to take away from today's episode is that we as individuals all operate from our own unique way of seeing the world. We do, and the other person does, and it's all unconscious. Due to all of this, it's quite natural that conflict occurs as often as it does. To resolve these conflicts, imagine them occurring and expertly handling them, and put to memory and utilize the four questions we discussed. Any thoughts about this? Please feel free to write to me at bobatberg.com and let me know. We might even share your email on an upcoming program. Remember, the Go-Giver makes an excellent gift to those in your life in order to help them lead better, sell more, and touch the lives of more people in positive and significant ways. Visit thegogiver.com and check out the new expanded edition of the book. And while you're there, check out John David Manns and my newest book, The Go-Giver Leader. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and provide a review on iTunes. Visit thegogiver.com slash reviews. I enjoy reading every review, and your review will also help others to much more easily find this show. That's all for today. The Go-Giver podcast is brought to you by thegogiver.com. Visit www.thegogiver.com and get our free special report, The Go-Giver Way, Five Principles for Creating a Culture of Excellence. That's thegogiver.com. Stop on by. Thank you so much for joining me, and until next time, I'm Bob Berg. Make it a great day.